genre. Hello and welcome to Rocky Minute. We are a daily podcast which analyzes the movie Rocky one glorious minute at a time. I am your host, Doug Greenberg. And I am Jason Haynes. The other host. Uh, Today we're knocking out Minute 5, which opens with that lady continuing, you're a bum, and it closes with Rocky being told he can fight again in maybe two weeks. This lady. This just angry, angry lady. But we... You know, she she comes in, she expands a little more. You're a bum. You know that you're a bum. But we actually examined it a little further, and we can actually think we see her in the crowd. There's two women sitting there. It looked like they're across the row from the guy who gives him the cigarette. Yeah. One has a headscarf, who I thought maybe at first that would have been the girl. Well, when you first look, she looks like she's the only woman in that scene. But then there's a guy in front of her, moves out of the way a little bit, and, and another woman appears, and she looks to be turning her head back to her back away from where Rocky is, but Rocky appears to be looking down at her. So she is obviously yeah. the one who's yelling at him. When she turns around, you see her face. She's like uh, snarkily <laughs> laughing. Yeah, she's, she's, you know, just, but, she's just there to heckle fighters, I think. Yeah, yeah. But, but Rocky looks at her after he gets a cigarette from the guy and he puts it in his mouth. And he looks over at her and he's looking at her while she says it. And he's like, he has like a look of disgust on his face, but... He already had that look. It doesn't change. It just, it's like he doesn't react to it at all. Like he doesn't, he doesn't, you know, it, there's no reaction. He just looks at her and, and that's it. Maybe he has resting bitch face. Oh, very, very well could be. Or maybe he just doesn't, again, you know, he's kind of like, like oblivious to what's going on around him. You know, gets the cigarette and kind of just looks at the woman. She says that and he's just like, whatever. Yeah, like a little bit on. of indifference. Like he he doesn't care. Or maybe it's part of, maybe he's this is encountered this before. Maybe this is part of the scene, women yelling at him. Guys yelling at him, there's nothing you can do about it, so you just, eh, whatever, and move on. Well, in the first five minutes, he's been called a bum, what, four times? So maybe he's just used to it. I guess so. Well, he should, he should buckle in, because uh, it's not the last time he's going to be called a bum. Yeah. <laughs> so the, uh, the new fight starts. Fans are still same heckling fans, just doing what they do. Just a bunch of angry people. Yeah, and, and it, it shows, you know, I don't think any of them are there to see Rocky or Spider Rico or kid brooks or sugar johnson are just there to, <laughs> they just want to see blood <laughs> they just want to see some fighting some blood in the small ass ring and they mm-hmm. they just want to place their bets and that's it and, and yell throw at garbage throw garbage <laughs> you think they bring their own garbage actually, it sounds like a lot of fun actually <laughs> bring your own garbage or do they supply garbage or you just yeah you go to a concession stand you get some garbage <laughs> all right maybe well, Rocky goes into the locker room, and he puts on a tattered pink robe that says on the back, the Italian Stallion, that may or may not have been painted on in whiteout. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a homemade robe. It's nothing professional. All the, uh, did you notice, all the letters are capitalized yes, except yes. the H in the. <laughs> it's a lowercase H. Right. He didn't buy that from the boxing store, wherever they get their robes from. He he made that himself, or somebody made it for him. Maybe a gift. I don't know. Yeah, it was like a like that um, terry cloth bathrobe. It's, it wasn't, you know, like a, what, silk or, they don't use silk, some kind of synthetic uh, material that, that you, you would think a boxing robe would be. It's right, like no. a bathrobe. It's like a bathrobe. A, a pink bathrobe. And it looks like the material and the color of 
you know, um, you ever you have surgery at the hospital? They give you those slippers to put on with, oh, the, yeah. with, with the bottom so you can walk around the hospital, and they're like that brownish, yellowish yeah, yeah. color, and they have that that uncomfortable material. That's what the robe looks like. Yeah, it's like the hospital surgery slippers. It has that worn in feel, right? I don't think it's fresh out of the package. No, I think he wears it regularly. So he took a pink bathrobe, decided that that was going to be his fighting robe, and wrote the Italian stallion on the back with masking tape. What? What could he have possibly I, I don't know. used? I don't. But you know, it gives us the the first. You know, this is the introduction to um. What you know is this his nickname, Italian Stallion? I guess. And also the uh, the secondary title to Kitty and Studs. Kind of funny you mention that. <laughs> you have something on that. I do have something on that. What this is this is disturbing a little bit. When I looked, when I saw Italian Stallion, I was like, you know, I wonder if I if I looked up. Italian styling on on the Google. If I can get you know some information of, of why Rocky cho- why um, Sylvester Stallone chose that freak name, why that became his nickname, other than an obvious that he's Italian, he's a good looking guy, strapping you know man. So I and the first thing that came up was that this is actually the alternate title of the Party of Kitty and Studs, which we talked about in the opening thing. And um, the IMDb quick summary of Kitty and Studs. Did you read this? No. <laughs> the Party at Kitty and Studs. Kitty and Stud are lovers. They enjoy a robust sex life, which includes fellatio and light S&M. Specifically, <laughs> Stud belt whipping Kitty. <laughs> Wait, I'm not done. I'm not done. Three women come over for a party, and Stud services them one after the other. Oh my that God. is the IMDb description of the party at Kitty and Studs, also known as the Italian Stallion. I'd say you have to be a, a stud slash stallion to service four women. Uh, uh, three women come over a party. He serves them one at a time. We should edit in a uh, a disclaimer before that, like, kitties, shut your ears. Oh, yes. But, well, they got to know, you know. They got to know. <laughs> it's the real world, man. So, so then I... I was a little disturbed by that, you know, the, and we, we've already discussed the party of Kitty and Stud, so we can move on from that. Right, right. So I said, uh, I wonder if uh, if there's any other people, famous people nicknamed the Italian Stallion, if that's a popular thing. So I, I looked it up, and um, there were, I think there were five. Two of them were really kind of irrelevant, but there were three that stuck out in my head. One was Gary Sabah, who was a professional wrestler in the 80s, and the other one was a guy named Johnny Musso. Musso, M-U-S-S-O. He was a running back for the Bears, but he was also an All-American football player for Bear Bryant. Oh, no kidding. And then I got kind of like, all right, I'm starting to get a, a picture of, like, like a, it's a tough guy, you know, wrestler, a football player. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a nickname for somebody tough, like a, maybe a guy of Italian descent who's tough, fighter, you know, gritty, tough guy, and that's why they chose that. Well, stallion is no regular horse, you know. No, stallion that's a special, is a, yeah, yeah, that's a strong horse. Yeah. So, so a, a strong, powerful, tough, gritty guy of Italian descent, and you have Italian stallion. And then came the next one. <laughs> Rocco Sofredi was an Italian porn actor and director who was known for rough sex scenes. Oh wow! He starred in more than thirteen hundred porn films. <laughs> His name was also the Italian Stallion. (laughs) And and if you look up on Urban Dictionary, the definition of Italian Stallion, it says a well-endowed, sexually talented male of Italian descent. Is that that's an alternate? That's or is that that's the the, the main definition? That's like the slang definition. Urban Dictionary. That's like Mm. you know the yeah you know whatever. But so here I'm I'm reading this. I'm going okay. I can understand this now. They went with this because this is an Italian tough guy. 
you know, would be an Italian stallion. It's a tough horse or whatever. And but it keeps seems to coming back to porn and and rough sex. I don't. Is, is there some tie into Rocky the character? <laughs> well, we know he's a leg breaker. All right. So is maybe. he a heartbreaker also? Oh. Uh, you know, it's funny when. <laughs> When you were going through that list and you said Rocco Sofredi, I was like, why does that name sound familiar? <laughs> 1,300 porn films. You've probably seen one of them at some point. That's a lot of porn films. Oh, man. If you start in 1,300 porn films, though, you've, you deserve... That is a lot. The stallion tag. Now, what, what constitutes a film, though? A scene? Uh, it just says started. Jeez. Man, did we go off on a tangent. I know. We, we, this is supposed to be a family-friendly, good story about helping, you know, the... Uh, guy who comes from nothing and becomes something in his life and here we are talking about porn but i just i, I yeah we wanted we wanted to show like new creed fans how this whole saga started you know uh, <laughs> creed 2 coming out coming to a theater near you i, I can't wait 2018 get, i believe I, I can't wait till we get to creed and i'm not since our pilot episode jay has uh seen oh, right. creed we discussed that in the original that i had never yeah seen. you said you never saw it you uh, have I, since seen it i have since seen it um on an airplane and um, I was not thrilled with it. But not I'll impressed. Time. Yeah, I think like six years from now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back to so Rocky. Put, we're putting the porn back on the shelf, and uh, Rocky sits down on a bench with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. And uh, you see in the background, Spider is lying on another bench with his head kind of propped up against the wall. And he's drinking a beer, drowning his sorrows, maybe. Uh, you know. It doesn't seem like. Depressed. Doesn't seem sorrowful. Right, he doesn't seem depressed or sorrowful or anything. He just I don't melancholy. Know. Yeah, I mean, he, he just he lost the fight that he was winning. But that again, that's probably one of those. That's just what happens. Guys, after the fight, they go to the locker room and drink beer. Well, that's always the story you hear about, like back in the day, old times, like baseball players, football players. Like it was commonplace, you know, you to drink in the locker room and do other things in the locker room, you know, before, after, during games, there's been rumors of, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, you know, Mickey Mantle, Joe DeVette, like all those guys were. The great. You know, the, the drinkers. So that's just what you did. You wouldn't do that now. Like, you wouldn't go into the the locker room after a, a, a professional boxing match and see the guy throwing back beers, I would imagine, from a can. No, I, I wouldn't think so. Or but if you were, I mean, I'm sure they partied up after the fight, but immediately after, I don't know. Yeah. We'll never know. No. There was a little bit of a debate before we started recording, but it looks like uh, there's a debate no longer because uh, Spider says to Rocky, says, hey, to get his attention, I thought he said, you really got dirty tonight with his uh, South American accent. Are you trying to bring back to the porn again? Can we, can we please move on? <laughs> can we move on? But um, Jay so uh, eloquently deduced that he says lucky tonight. You really got lucky it's tonight. hard with the accent, but I'm, I'm 99% sure he says you got you got." You really got lucky tonight. I definitely concede. I, I believe he says lucky now, but I thought at first when, because I listened to it a couple of times with my headphones on, so I was convinced he said dirty. Like, you really got dirty tonight? I was like, Spider, you got a lot of nerve. <laughs> you have a you lot of nerve. At him. Call him Rocky Dirty. That was like Mike Tyson after that fight complaining about the headbutt. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when he put wow, off. Vander, you know, really, the headbutt, man, you really, really got dirty today. <laughs> right. It was at the, uh, I have I have kids to feed. Was that, that, that was that interview, right? Yep. Oh, man. So you really got lucky tonight, which also um, I, I think I would have to agree with Spider on that one. I mean, Spider Spider kind of made Rocky's luck for him with the headbutt if he would have just, you know, kept to what he was doing. But is is Rocky, is he the, is he the kind, was he the kind of fighter that came in the ring and kind of waited for his moment and the headbutt kind of just 
facilitated that or, or created that moment, like, would it have come anyway? Like, if the fight went out a little longer, would at some point Rocky have his heart and fire come out and did that? Or was it, or if Spider Rico doesn't do the headbutt, does he just be, win the fight? You know, well, I mean, as, as we come to find out throughout the next few films, um, Rocky can take a beating. Sure, sure. But again, his conditioning wasn't there. So who knows? I, I believe Rocky could have taken a pounding for a few more rounds, maybe waiting for his opportunity or waiting for the headbutt that maybe he knew was coming. Who knows? But I think, I think that's a good point. I think Rocky could have still won. Maybe Spider was landing more punches, and like if it came down to a decision, Spider would have won. But like I said, he calls Rocky lucky, which was a, a situation. Does you know you said when you thought he said dirty that Spider has some balls? Spider still has some balls because you were winning. He was Rocky wasn't gonna put up a fight. You did the dirty headbutt and then you got the crap beat out of you. You knocked out, laying in the ring. So you got a lot of nerve now coming and saying, "Hey, you really got lucky tonight." <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you got the crap beat out of you. What he should be saying was, "Hey, I'm sorry about that headbutt. I, I that was I got lost myself for a second. But no, so Spider does still have some nerve. So the promoter comes in. Well, Rocky didn't have. He says nothing to that. He does no response. He kind of just, just like the you're a bum lady. You're a bum lady. Just, just he just seems to be kind of like whatever. Just going through the motions. Doesn't really show any emotion to anything. Same thing in the fight until he got the headbutt. Just no emotion. Nothing. Yeah, maybe you got to put emotion out of it when you're breaking people's thumbs for a living. Let's find out. So the promoter comes in and gives Spider loser's share. Which uh, did you write down what the? Yeah, I did. All the you want fees were. Go ahead. So for Spider, he got the loser share, which was $40. And then you have to give 15 to the locker and corner man. Five for a shower and towel. 7% tax. And he walked away with $17.20. I do have to say, though, locker and corner man. I wonder how much of the, uh, that the corner man's getting. Like, let's say he's Out getting half of that. $15. Say he's getting 7 bucks. So he made $14 on one fight. If he does all the fights for the night, he'd be making a... Well, he... I mean, they each had a corner man. Right. So he... he Oh, so okay. I see. It depends. So I guess seven dollars for this one, and then I doubt. I doubt seven fifty would go to the locker. Locker might be three bucks. Why you're renting a locker for? So let's let's say let's say the guy gets ten bucks. Ten bucks, all right. So he's making ten bucks. So he makes ten bucks per fight, mm-hmm. right? How many fights do they make? They go through them pretty fast. Let's say there's four or five, three or four fights a night. So let's say he's walking away with like forty, fifty bucks. If I guess you you have to allot the uh, like let's say there's six rounds. Like if if the fight goes a distance before a decision, is there more? I don't know the pro- rounds. You mean? I'm well, just I'm just kind of throwing get more a number money out there. If the, if the per round, no, no, um, no, I doubt it. But I'm saying like they would block out six rounds at three minutes a round plus the whatever time in between rounds, say a minute. I'm not going to do that quick math right now because I'm not that good. But you have that amount of time, and let's say you got the gym for from 7 p.m. till midnight. Like how many mm-hmm. how many of those fights can you squeeze in in five hours? You probably probably a good. Ten fights, maybe. Ten fights, so. Because there's obviously no no time in between fights, <laughs> right? Clearly. <laughs> so, 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 so if there is, if there is, say they book ten fights. So if there's one corner man for the whole night, then it wouldn't take a mathematician to realize that he's making more money than the fighters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, far more. And a, a decent amount more, and they're not taking his advice. Apparently, I don't know if they all are. It's just Rocky. So you're basically just giving a guy some water, wiping him down. Yeah. Trying to give him advice. And making a decent living there. $100 a night? Wow, that's not a bad living. Not at all. I should be a corner man in the 70s. Too late. Oh. So uh, Spider's net of $17.20 in today's economy would be $78.31. That's better than 17.20? Yeah, I would say. Well, you know, it's 
give you an idea. Would you go to the ring and get beat up for that? No, not for 78 bucks. Uh, so Rocky uh, gets the winner's share. The, the fight promoter calls him Balboa. So now we know he has the last name. Winner's share of, take it away. $65 he gets. Again, 15 for the locker and corner man, 5 for the shower and towel, 7% tax, which leaves him with $40.55. Which in today's economy is $184.63. Yeah, I went to, I went to that. That I might get my face bashed in I for. I went to the calculator and got $188.63. Either you, way. What, the inflation calculator? Yeah, did you do that? Yeah, that's how I got 184.63. Speaking of the inflation calculator, <laughs> so last night I was home, and I was uh, going through my Rocky Minutes, doing my research. I had the computer out. I was watching the Yankee game, and I was going through this stuff, and I came upon the inflation calculator, which started out, you know, when you say you obviously did the same thing, so you're like, oh, I want to see how much this is worth nowadays. So I did Spider Rico share. I did Rocky share. And then I spent the next half hour <laughs> just putting money Random into amounts. the inflation calculator. <laughs> I would, what if I had a million dollars back in 1970? What would that be worth today? And then vice versa. And then I put my salary in there to see what I would have been making back in 1970. And then I put in just random numbers. And I just spent the next half hour <laughs> putting, putting values into the inflation calculator to see what they would be worth in many different years. And I... <laughs> What's, what's our dollar going to be I, like I, I in, stopped. in I, 30 after years a while, from now? I, I kept doing it, and I was just like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, it, it was 1130 at night. The game was over. I should be in bed. And I was just like, what? Like, but that's just the internet, man. You you catch on to something, and you're like, whoa. You this. go down a rabbit hole, man. <laughs> right? But I went down a rabbit hole with the inflation calculator. That's that's awful. A monumental waste of time. Now, when you did it, did you put in 76 when the movie came out or 75 when it was made? I put... Uh, you can't even remember, can you? I put so many years in there. <laughs> I probably, I think I put 76. That's the year I was born, so I always focus on I, I put on, I think I put in 76. But I was just like, and random things are popping in my head. Like, you know, like I said, like, oh, if I had a million dollars back then, you know, it's just, it was awful. It was a really, really a waste of time. And you would think, like, I had nothing else to do, but I have so many things to do. <laughs> But for some reason, finding out how much money $10 million was worth in 1984 was even more important at the time. Just making yourself sad for no reason. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Back All to right. Ryan. Well, we're just about it. He asks the promoter, when do I fight again? And the guy says, maybe two weeks. No. Okay. Go ahead. No, that, that just goes back to, again, what I was saying how about our, our referee, Frankie Van, fought a month apart. I mean, Rocky's got a pretty good gash above his eye. That doesn't, in, that doesn't heal in no, two weeks. No, so you're no, just no. going to get that reopened right. just pounded on but the guy's desperate i mean he won 40 bucks well see now here's the question is it is this you know we don't really know anything about rocky yet is he you know the two weeks does he want to fight like all he concerned about he just finished this fight is when's my next fight that's his first question when's my next fight right is it you know does he need money that bad is it about the money is it because he likes to fight is it because he's got nothing else going on and also training like no i was gonna like say that's the question like when 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 fighters fight nowadays it's like they fight specifically for the fighter they're fighting, and it's like six months of training. Right. And maybe they got to go to Russia to train. <laughs> but it's like a long period of training. I have something on that, too. <laughs> well, end Do we have minute. to? Well, okay. Um, I should have used this in one of the shorter minutes. But um, so, like, train, you know, train, but he obviously, it's just no training, no, you know, analyzing. They're not, obviously not watching film of the other fighter. It's just. When can I fight again? It doesn't matter. What he's going to do between now and his next fight is smoke cigarettes and drink beer. Well, what else would you do? Get ready for the next one, the next bloodbath. Yeah. 
I think that wraps up all I have. You want to do your oh, my, Russia my quick, thing? My quick story. I was going to save this for Rocky Four, but since you brought up, we brought up Russia already, um, I just came back from Poland. I was on vacation with my wife and child in Poland. And um, the, right before I was getting ready to come home, I, I, I put on some weight and I was getting fat. I was like, I got to start working out or whatever. So I start like jogging. I started jogging the last weekend. I was like jogging through the hills of Poland and actually entered. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> there was like a mountain and actually I mean there was no snow because it's summertime and Russia is vastly different Russia in the 80s and Poland in 2017 are vastly different <laughs> yeah. there were no similarities between the two whatsoever <laughs> zero well, but I was like running through the hills of Poland in the streets and up these hills and singing down, hearts on fire to yourself singing hearts on fire to myself <laughs> and I was kind of like wow this is just like Rocky and Rocky 4 I'm like training in another country and that was it the only similarities were Rocky ran another country and I ran another country <laughs> I could have been in Jamaica or anywhere else running but I was running another country and it was just like this is just like Rocky and Rocky 4 I'm training <laughs> but were you dragging a plow were you no, lifting I, a, a I, net no. of rocks no I was <laughs> a wheelbarrow of your friends <laughs> The only other similar is after 10 minutes, I, I also looked like I was going to go to the wrong corner, and I was disoriented. <laughs> but that was it. The only, I'm running in pole, and I was, I was thinking about Rocky Four and the, the similarities, but there was none. Nobody was following me. There was some two guys, chaperones, following me in their car, and I was trying to get away from them. None of that was happening. Running in pole, and then I thought, man, I am Rocky. <laughs> How wrong you were. <laughs> we'll talk about that more in uh, Rocky Four. Uh, all right. Well, until next week, thank you for joining us. And uh, tune in to find out, does Rocky fight again in two weeks? On the next Rocky Minute. <laughs>